Tell you what, I'm going to be sad when Christopher goes back to the seminary. I don't know if you saw this. I forgot to put the book of the Gospels out, and he pretty much read my mind to know exactly what needed to happen. So, he's not even, yeah, all right, well, he's great. So, you know, speaking of great, uh, some people consider Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark as one of the greatest movies that has ever been made. You know, it's got everything you could ever want, right? It's got action, it's got romance, it's got a little bit of history into it. And so it's one that just people love. It's directed by Steven Spielberg, Harrison Ford's in it. So it's just, you know, just a a great, a great... It's not Harrison Ford, is it? It is. Okay. All right. Thanks, Ryan. Anyways, a little off. But, but, So basically the point of it, you know, it's called Raiders of the Lost Ark because the Ark of the Covenant has been, has been lost. And so Indiana Jones is on a quest to find it before the old nemesis, the Nazis, find the Ark of the Covenant. And so he goes through all these trips, you know, he's, he gets imprisoned, he gets, it looks like he's going to be in dicey situations, and all on this hunt to find the lost Ark of the Covenant. And of course, the Ark of the Covenant has incredible religious imagery, incredible religious symbolism. The Ark of the Covenant was basically the holiest thing in the Old Testament. It was the holiest thing for the Jewish people. The Ark of the Covenant is a gold box. It's beautifully decorated and adorned with angels, with all sorts of trumpets and all of that. But inside of the Ark of the Covenant is three things. The tablets of the Ten Commandments that Moses received, the staff of Aaron the priest, And then a pot full of the manna that the people ate as they were in the desert. The bread that they ate as they were in the desert. And so this is a very holy thing. But eventually, at one point, it kind of got, you could say, ignored or forgotten. And so at at one point in Israel's history, they basically let some some of their neighbors hang on to the Ark of the Covenant for a little while. And then they just see all sorts of good fortune happens to their neighbors. And so King David says... Let's go bring the ark back. And so King David goes out to where it is, and he goes and meets the ark as it's on its way back in the hill country of Judea. So those hills that are just south of Jerusalem. He goes out there and meets the ark of the covenant and just goes crazy. He's so excited. He, he leaps for joy. He dances. They're singing psalms the whole way up as the ark is making its way up into Jerusalem. And then it's placed in the temple there that Solomon builds. And it's basically there until the, um, until the Romans come in, just after the time of Jesus, destroy the temple, and the Ark of the Covenant is lost, of course, until Indiana Jones finds it a couple centuries later. But our first reading mentions the Ark of the Covenant and its importance. We start off in this book of Revelation. John has this vision of the temple. The Apostle John writes the book of Revelation And it says, behold, there was in the temple, and as the doors opened, behold, the Ark of the Covenant was there. And so he gets to see the Ark of the Covenant. And then things change rather quickly. And it's no longer the image of the temple, but then there's the woman. And there's the woman clothed with the sun, with the the twelve stars, and she's about ready to go battle with with this dragon. Or she's fleeing from the dragon, and she's pregnant, she's with child. And it switches so quickly from the ark to the woman. But the imagery continues in our gospel today. Because as as Mary is coming, she's just received the message of the angel Gabriel, and she sets off to the hill country of Judea. The same exact place 
where the ark is found by David is where Mary shows up with Elizabeth. And when Mary shows up, Elizabeth gives this incredible greeting, blessed are you among women. And what happens inside Elizabeth's womb? She says, the moment your greeting reached my ears, the child in my womb leapt for joy. Just as David leapt for joy when he was in the presence of the Ark of the Covenant for the first time. That what the biblical theology, the imagery that runs throughout the Old Testament and the New Testament is that there is a new Ark of the Covenant. That why does the Ark eventually get lost for hundreds of years? Still to this day, the Ark of the Covenant, nobody knows where it is, I guess except Indiana Jones, but because there's a new Ark of the Covenant. The Ark of the Covenant houses the presence of God, the manna, the law, the word, the priesthood, the rod of, of, of Aaron. And it's Mary, the woman. Behold the Ark of the Covenant in the first reading. And then there's a woman. Mary's this new Ark of the Covenant. She's the place where Christ dwells. She's the place where he lives, where we always we can go and we know that's where God's presence is there in Mary's womb. The presence of God alive in the new Ark of the Covenant. And once David retrieved the Ark of the Covenant, though, he didn't just like put it on display like it was some sort of museum or just didn't leave it in the temple. Every time that David would lead people into battle, the Ark of the Covenant would lead the way. Every time they would go out to war with the Hittites, the Jebusites, the Perizzites, all of their neighbors, the Canaanites, the Ark of the Covenant would lead. And it's the image of God leading his people through the Ark of the Covenant into victory. And they were always victorious. Anytime the Ark led the people into battle, they were victorious. And that same imagery of the Ark of the Covenant leading God's people is what we do tonight. In this procession, in honor of the Blessed Virgin Mary, what do we do? We place the Ark of the Covenant ahead of us, and we all follow. Of course, we're not going into an actual battle, unless people from like Fort Laramie come, and then we're going to go to fight. But, <laughs> but we go into a different sort of battle, right? We go into a battle, a spiritual battle. We go against the battle of darkness, against the power of darkness, the same fight that the Blessed Virgin Mary fought in the, the book of Revelation that we heard where she's attacked by the powers of darkness. But of course, God always protects the Ark of the Covenant. He always protects the Blessed Virgin Mary because what she's doing, she's bringing Christ into the world. And so that we can be sure that every time we go to the Ark of the Covenant, there is the presence of God. Every time we go to Mary, there is Jesus alive in her. There is Mary leading us to Jesus Christ. And of course, one of the beautiful things about Mary being this new Ark of the Covenant, well, she's more than just a box. She's not just a gold box that houses the good stuff, right? She's not just a womb that brings Jesus to life, but she's a person that accepts God into her life. She's a person that says yes to the Lord, and then gives us the example to follow. Because just as the angel Gabriel came to Mary and asked her if she would bring forth the Christ child, in some way, the Lord does the same thing for each and every one of us. He invites us to carry the Christ. He invites us to be a new Ark of the Covenant. By his word, 
his commandments living in us, just like the, ten, the tablets of the Ten Commandments lived in the ark, by his bread living in us, just as the Eucharist comes to dwell in us, the manna lived in the ark of the covenant. And so we're all invited to share in, in some way in Mary's role of being an ark of the covenant and being a dwelling place with the Lord. And then we can trust that she's always going to lead us <clears throat> where we need to go. We can always follow the Blessed Virgin Mary and trust that wherever she goes, Jesus is right there with her. Jesus is alive in her, in her womb, in her heart, in her very soul. And she always gives us a great place to follow. And so this evening, as pray that the rain holds off, we'll get to image this as we do every year, that we're going to follow the Ark of the Covenant into whatever sort of battle we have to live. Battles against sin, against despair, against hopelessness. We follow Mary. We follow the Ark of the Covenant because God's presence is always dwelling there into whatever fights we have to go. Whether it's fighting our own temptations, whether it's fighting our own selfishness, but we know that we're always there following the Blessed Virgin Mary. And every time David, the Ark led David's people into battle, they were victorious. And the same goes true for us. As long as we follow Mary, the new Ark of the Covenant, we can trust that God will have the victory. Maybe it's in something that we'll see, but maybe it'll be in a whole different level that we can see. But we take that simple faith, the simple trust, that we can always follow Mary, who really and truly is the new Ark of the Covenant.